Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Practice of the Presence of God by Brother Lawrence of the Resurrection, The Ways of Brother Lawrence, Continued. Nothing gives us a clearer picture of the true Christian philosopher than what was just cited regarding the life and death of this fine friar. Such were those of former days who truly renounced the world to devote themselves exclusively to the fostering of their spiritual growth and to knowing God and his son, Jesus Christ. These holy men and women took the gospel as their rule of life and professed the sacred philosophy of the cross. This is how St. Clement of Alexandria described it to us. And it seems he had someone like Brother Lawrence in mind when he said that prayer is the primary concern of the philosopher, or better, of the Christian sage. He prays everywhere, not using many words, but secretly in the depths of his soul, He prays while walking, conversing, resting, reading, or working. He praises God continually, not only in the morning on rising, and at noon as well, but in all his actions he gives glory to God, like the seraphim of Isaiah. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here. Ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, patron of thy own. Vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. When you hear the name philosopher, or if you hear someone say, oh, he's a real philosopher, or you hear someone say, oh, he's a teacher of philosophy, or he's a professor of philosophy at this university, you tend to think of what? Someone who's very intellectual. Someone who is incredibly brilliant someone who seems to read a lot, who seems to think a lot, who faces all these huge questions, someone who wants to ask the ultimate questions, the questions that are the most foundational. This is part of the work of philosophy, people think. And when you meet a brilliant philosopher, In this sense, it's very impressive. Now, is that what Brother Lawrence was? Well, notice that this biographer speaks of it as a Christian philosopher and a true Christian philosopher. So is Brother Lawrence simply a philosopher? Well, no. But is he a Christian philosopher? Yes. And is he a true Christian philosopher? Absolutely. Why? 
Because philosophy just means the love of wisdom. And the philosopher is the one who carries on this love, this seeker after wisdom. And if someone is a Christian philosopher, it's because he is seeking to carry on this quest for wisdom in Christ. He believes in him, in Christ Jesus, are all the hidden treasures of wisdom and knowledge. The wisdom and knowledge that the philosopher seeks by the use of his own reason is found above all in Christ, given to us. And he's a true Christian philosopher because he actually found it. He actually obtained this wisdom. That's what the philosopher is seeking wisdom. The true Christian philosopher has a wisdom that the world can't give and that no one can discover. And the true Christian philosopher realizes that eternity, how we die, how we enter eternity, how we live this life, these are the ultimate questions that have to be answered. And the way in which we die, and the way in which Brother Lawrence died, shows how wise he was. What Brother Lawrence is teaching us is the true wisdom. The true wisdom is obtained above all by prayer. St. Philip used to say, the true wisdom of the scriptures is not so much by studying, although it's useful. No, the true wisdom of the scriptures is found through prayer. Getting a hold of the ultimate meaning of the scriptures. And this is what Brother Lawrence was constantly doing. He was constantly praying. And prayer was his access to this wisdom. Not by many words, but in the depths of his soul. Walking, conversing, resting, reading, walking, working. Everything was done before the Lord. Everything was be done in the presence of God. Morning, at noon, in all his actions, he was trying to give glory to God. Now, there is no philosopher who can teach us a more wise way of living than this. This is truly the good life because it's putting us in constant contact with the source of all being and goodness and beauty and truth, God himself. And insofar as it requires a renunciation of other things, this is where the cross comes in. We have to be followers of the cross. We have to be willing to do things that are difficult. We have to be willing to pick up what's been laid upon us. If we only do the things we think are worthwhile, if we only live by our own lights, if we only try to arrange our life according to our own expectations, then we're running from the cross and this wisdom will never reach us. We cannot construct our own life. We cannot construct our own happiness. We are not the inventors of the meaning of our life. 
No, the meaning of our life is in Christ Jesus. And we are his disciples. And he is making us into something we could never make on our own. So let us surrender to him. Let's stop trying to control everything. Let's tr stop trying to avoid suffering. And let's focus our life on knowing God the Father and knowing his son. Let's focus our life on the gospels and putting it into practice in our work, in our families, wherever. Let's not follow our own will, but the will of him who sent us. Above all, let's beg the Lord for the grace of prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.